welcome to the Inspired Riding Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Lauren Parrish. As a certified riding instructor, remote coach, and animal communicator, I bridge the gap between your inner and outer worlds as you strive to enhance all aspects of your riding. I'm here to remind you that you are powerful and more than capable of changing your reality with your horse time. In this podcast, I'm going to give you some ideas on how to get better balance while riding. As a child, my balance was really spot on, and it had to be because I was doing a lot of jumping. And as I got older, I learned dressage from my childhood trainer, and she actually helped me shift my position, which was kind of stuck in that forward seat jumping position, to learning how to be more centered and upright. And she actually had me working in a little bit of an extreme way for my first lesson. I was actually really grateful there were mirrors in the indoor arena, so I could look over and see when she would say, sit back more. I thought, oh, I thought I was sitting back, but then I could look and see, oh, maybe I wasn't. So she actually had me hold on to the grab strap in the front of my saddle and lean as far back as I could. And I was really surprised by this method, but it worked so well because I was actually exaggerating how far back she wanted me to go. So when I did start to sit up straight, it started to feel more natural Now, mind you, I don't recommend necessarily doing this unless you're super fit, but she had me riding like that, leaning way back for almost 45 minutes straight, and that was tricky. (laughs) Not only did I have to worry about focusing on my position, but there were probably about four or five other riders in there, so I had to like be aware that I wasn't knocking into anyone as I was trying to, you know, recreate an entire different position that I had been doing from the past, you know let's say 10, 11 years. I started when I was eight years old. And yeah, I think I started the dressage lessons with her when I was um, late teens, early 20s. So in any case, exaggerating your position is really wonderful, but I suggest doing it in small stages, doing little bits at a time. But I'll get into that more with some more of these tips. So the first thing I do with all of my students, I ask them to stand up in their stirrups. And you can do that by just taking some deep breaths, making sure your horse is really steady, and then you can grab a hold of their mane or a grab strap or a horn if you're riding western or just the swells on either side. And just go really slowly and just make sure that your heels are down and that you're having that nice straight line from your shoulders, hips to your heels. And so you're basically just getting your seat out of the saddle for a little while. And then what you can do next is start to count your breaths. So you're going to be counting how long it takes you to feel completely balanced and then how long it takes you to feel like you need to sit back down. (laughs) So that might go really quickly in the beginning or it might be a while and you realize you're actually really balanced. You can stand up there for a long time. If you find you can do this for a while at the walk, then the next step would be to place one hand out one arm out like an airplane and then switch hands and I like to do palms up and imagine either a butterfly or a dragonfly could land on my hand and then from there if you feel really good you could tie up your reins and if you trust your horse you can put both arms out 
And if you're a little hesitant, make sure you have somebody with you and maybe they can lead you like a pony ride. And that'll be a really great way to work your balance and then have someone assist you at the same time. So again, you can stand up, see how long you can stay up there by counting your breath. That'll remind you to breathe as well. So that'll help. And then just work your balance by putting your arms out. So if you're really good at that at the walk, then the next step would be to do it at the trot or jog and then at the canter or lope. And just be really aware that you're still breathing, <laughs> that you're working your position and allowing everything in your joints to stay soft in your knees and your hips and your ankles. And you let your heels bounce down as you're up there. So you just want to make sure you're not holding tension. You want to just let yourself flow, although you're holding yourself up. And that's one of the trickiest things when you're balancing yourself is you're holding things in place, but you also want to feel a flow within. So just really focus on your breathing and that's going to help. So the next tip is to change up your posting or rising rhythm while you're trotting with your horse. So you can think of when you're rising the trot, it's forward, back, forward, back, up, down, up, down. So what you're going to do is you're going to add an extra up. So I say to myself, up, up, down, up, up, down. And when you say go to the down position, you want to think of sitting as lightly as possible so you're hardly even sitting. And then you go right back up. And feel free, again, to hold on to the mane or the grab strap or your horn or your swells of a western saddle. And make sure you're allowing your heels to bounce down while you're up there. You're keeping your heart center open or relaxing your shoulders and your upper arms. And go easy with yourself. This one is not easy to do it in the beginning, but once you start to do it, it's going to really help your balance. And the nice thing is if you get this down really well, you can do this in your warm-up when you ride, and it's going to allow your horse to start to float along better because they'll be able to open up their back more and not feel tension in your body. So if you typically start out riding sitting trot, you should really think about shifting to rising trot when you first start out to help your horse warm up. And then if you're really feeling ambitious, do the up-up-down exercise. And then the next level is, if you can, do the up-up-down while you're on a figure eight or a serpentine and see if you can play with it that way, and that'll be really good. And then for the grand finale, what I love to do as well is lift my inside hand up as high as I can where your arm is just behind your ear. So you can do up, up, down with your arm up, and that's going to really help your posture and make sure that you're super balanced. Okay, so the next one, if you're ready, <laughs> is what I call the 555 exercise. So you're going to sit for five strides, rise or post for five strides, and then get in two-point or jump position for five strides. So you're going to count the strides every time the outside leg goes forward. So as soon as the outside leg goes forward at the trot, it'll be feeling like one, two, three, four, five. So you'll sit those first five and then rising or posting, however you say it for five and then jump position or two point or standing up at whatever seems right to you in your mind. You do those for five. And then when you switch from your two point to your sitting, that's the trickiest part. So you want to feel like you're just breathing, engaging your abs and allowing your heels to bounce down. You can even sit back just the tiniest bit more because what's going to happen is when you're in your jump position, your horse will open up a little bit more. So then when you shift back to sitting, 
it might feel a little bit harder. So really allow your hips to move with your horse. And when you're sitting, you can also imagine you're doing the tiniest post, tiniest rising trot ever internally. So no one would be able to see it, but that will help you move with your horse's movement. So again, it's five sitting, five posting, five two point, and see how much you can do and make sure you're breathing. Uh, The best way to do the breathing and make sure you're still breathing is to count out loud. One, two, three, four, five, and then keep going. So also, if you want to see any of these in video form, they are in the Inspired Riders group. So be sure you join the Facebook group in the notes. You'll see the link to that and you can join and watch the Tuesday videos that I do and you will see that in there. Okay, so the next one that I really love is very simple and yet it's tricky, but it's also really good for safety. So what I want you to do is while you're walking along, just take your feet out of your stirrups. And then while you're walking, see if you can get your feet back in. And then challenge yourself to see how quickly you can do it. So you can even time yourself. I know when I had a lot of private lessons with children, I would time them. And then I would put their time up on the board. So when they were going to get their brushes, every time they'd look and see where they stood on the board. Like, hey, I got my stirrups faster than my friend. And then, you know, it would switch up. So it was good. They kind of challenged themselves that way and had a little friendly competition. So you can do that at the walk, and then if you're feeling ambitious, of course, go for it at the trot, and then later on you can do it at the canter. I once watched this gentleman in his 60s doing a jumping class, and he lost both stirrups, kept jumping, picked them back up, and he ended up winning the whole class. It was so awesome to watch. That was very inspirational. So (laughs) you can do this at any age. Just go slowly and start where you can and just work at it one stride at a time. So speaking of going slowly, I've been doing a lot more riding in my bareback pad. We've since discovered that the saddle for my pepper pony is just a touch too long. It's hitting his last rib, so he has been having a little bit more trouble with our canter work. So I am now on a quest to find a saddle that fits just right. But in the meantime, why not ride in the bareback pad as much as I can? So that has been one of the most challenging and yet fun experiences with him because I can feel everything going on with my body and with his body. And mind you, he's only 13.1. I'm five feet, and so we fit pretty well. But still, he's a little guy, so I have to remember every little shift in my body will affect him. And it's been really amazing to play with just these little nuances, and how I'm breathing really makes a difference. So if I'm holding my breath in any way, it starts to tense my body up, and he feels that. So I have to remember to breathe and let myself flow. And then I've also been playing with really paying attention to my senses. So that's been helping my balance. So I actually closed my eyes for a little bit today and I could feel how my body wanted to shift really quickly. So I opened my eyes, I took a deep breath, and then I got myself looking straight ahead, softened my eyes and then closed them. And then I was able to really feel how I could balance better that way. And it was just beautiful. So after that, I started thinking about, okay, now I really want to listen to his footfalls. So I was listening for his steps at the walk and making sure they sounded even. So I was focusing on my auditory senses. And then from there, I just went into really feeling every little muscle of all my bones and how everything was lining up, moving with him. So I was just working on the kinesthetic, the, the feeling part. So it's really fun to kind of play around with little things like that 
little nuances while you're working in the bareback pad just at the walk. And then if you feel good enough, then you can work at the trot and the canter later. But just go as slow as you need to and just notice if you start to feel your horse you know, wander off in one direction more than the other. Just check your balance and make sure it's not you. And if it's your horse, of course, you can work on doing body work with them and help even them out and or chiropractic, whatever they need. But a lot of times it's just because our bodies are leaning one way or the other. So just be aware right now, like how you're sitting. (laughs) Are you leaning one way or the other right now? So just start to become aware of that throughout your day, and that's going to help you when you're riding. And you can't hide much when you're in the bareback pad. Like You just have to be balanced and focused. And I want to encourage you, if you start to feel tired, stop what you're doing, hop off. Like It's not worth pushing through when you're tired. You don't want to run the risk of hurting yourself. So just be aware of that, not to push yourself too hard, and just enjoy every little moment with it. So there you go. Those are my main tips for working your balance while you're riding. Of course, there's plenty others, but I just wanted to go over those. And if you have any questions or want clarification, please feel free to reach out on my website, inspiredriding.com, and you'll see the contact page there. And again, I want to encourage you to join the Facebook group, Inspired Riders. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Inspired Riders. And you'll get to meet all sorts of wonderful inspired riders around the world and they're all very kind and supportive and you'll get to see the tune in tuesday videos that i'll be doing live streams and you'll get to see some of these exercises firsthand so thank you again for listening and remember to lead with kindness for yourself and for your horse may the horse be with you always